0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Inspire Podcast. This is Matt. And this is Brad. We're the pastors of Inspire Church in Westfield, Indiana. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening around here, be sure to subscribe to our text updates by texting the keyword INSPIRE, that's N-S-P-I-R-E, to 317-451-4111. We hope the following message inspires you to take the next step in your faith journey in and continue our conversation that we're having around this idea, of the beginner's guide to predicting your future. Uh, many of you, we said in the first week, have gotten really close to predicting your future. Why do I know that? Because you've all said this at some point, I should have seen that coming. I should have seen that coming. Or if you've not said that before, you've said this to someone else, you should have seen that coming. Meaning there are things, there are markers in our lives that are predictors of where we're going are directions there are things in your life that maybe you may not be able to see quite as clearly but others can see and why is it that they can see things and you can't i mentioned in the first week this uh, book called Predictable Surprises, uh, subtitled The Disasters You Should Have Seen Coming and How to Prevent Them. I like that idea of predictable surprises because that's what we're trying to avoid in life. Are these things that happen that we really should have seen uh, on our horizon? And we can all, if we work at it, get better at predicting our future by paying attention To our direction, and in the first week we gave this principle, and it's the principle of the path that says this: that your direction determines your destination. Your direction determines your destination. There are many people who are living their lives in the wrong direction. Your current direction is the greatest indicator of your ultimate destination. And last week, uh, Matt did a great job, kind of adding a further caveat to that when he said this: that it's your direction and not your intention that determines your destination. Some of us have the best of intentions. We intend to be somewhere, to go somewhere, but our intentions may be pointing in this direction, but if our direction is pointed here, we're gonna go in the direction that we are heading. The reality is all of us wind up somewhere in life. Not all of us get there on purpose. And we want to try to live our lives on purpose. I believe that Christ set the example for us. He taught us how to live our lives, and he wanted us to have what he described as abundant life, full life, life to the full. And we do that by learning to live our lives in a direction. And when, it, when we don't know where to go, this is kind of where we're going in this week either. It helps to have someone else who can help guide us and get us there. Um, about a month or so ago, uh, maybe about uh, six weeks ago now, I was uh, looking for a barn beam for my fireplace mantle, and I'd been scouring Facebook and found found a bunch of uh, barn beams on there. Most of the barn beams are quite expensive if you've seen any of them, but uh, I managed to find one guy down in Franklin, Indiana, and he had a really uh, inexpensively priced barn beam from a barn that was coming down, and so he said, all right, here's what we can do. I'll give you my address and then you can go to my house. So this is kind of what it looks like on the maps when you uh, look at the uh, address. And uh, when I when I put in this map address, I don't know how well you'll be able to see this on Facebook Live, it actually pulled me over to this location which kind of ended at the end of a cul-de-sac. And then if you've ever seen Google Maps where it kind of does this like dash line, and here was my ultimate destination. Here's what it looked like if you look at the satellite view for that. Um, when I got there, I was on this road, and I knew that this is where I needed to be, and I didn't have my Gaylor positioning service active on my, uh, on my device, so I was struggling, and I called him, and I was trying to say, I know this is where I need to be, but I'm here, and he's trying to tell me, well, go to the end of this cul-de-sac, and I'm here, and uh, there was a pretty far distance between where I was and where I wanted to be. And so what he said is, he's like, just sit tight, let me drive out there and let me meet you. And so he drove out there and he meet me and turns out there was kind of a really hidden road that was back here and he was able to go out there and meet me. And when I, when I finally got there and got out of the vehicle, what I said to him is this, I said, I never would have been able to find this. I never would have been able to get there without you. Now you've probably said this in relation to some geographic directions, right? Maybe you were going to somebody's house, visiting them in their neighborhood. And they're like, you know, our neighborhood's really, really complicated. There's lots of turns and stuff. Let me just do this. Go to the entrance of our neighborhood. I'll meet you there. And then you can follow me back in. And you do that and you're following. He turns left and right, goes over this hill and back behind this house. And you finally get out of your car and you're like, I never would have gone here. Thank you so much. I never would have been able to make it without you. Or if you've ever visited somebody at their office and you're going to meet them for lunch. And he's like, you know what? My office is just a maze. There's so many cubicles. Let me just do this. Let me meet you down in the lobby and then I'll walk you up to my office." And he meets you down there and you follow him up and left and right and back and forth and all over. And you get there and you're like, I I never would have gotten here. I never would have gotten here without you. Well, the idea is that in life, there are places that we want to be. There are things that we wanna do, places we wanna go, and we may not have the ability of getting there on our own. Jesus knew this about us because when Jesus came and when he encouraged followers, his early disciples, he, uh, we read about this in Matthew chapter nine and verse nine. So there's this passage and Jesus says this. So Jesus was, in the beginning of his ministry, he says, as Jesus went from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. And he said, leave this life of sin and be a better person. No, that's not what he said. He wasn't giving him just like random advice. He said, no, uh, read the scriptures pray and fast. And then after you do that, after you get your life together, then you could be with me. Then you could be one of my disciples one of my followers. Is that what he said? No. What did you say? He said this. He saw Matthew. He knew that Matthew's life was messed up. It wasn't where he should be. He was living his life in the wrong direction. He was a tax collector. In his culture, he would have been seen as a turncoat to his culture. He was working for the Romans against his fellow Jews. But Jesus saw him, and he just simply said this, follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. Jesus came not to tell people a list of do's and don'ts. He didn't, came, he didn't come to bring a new religion. He simply invited people to follow him in his day-to-day life. Those early disciples lived their lives in Jesus's footsteps. They followed in the footsteps of their rabbi, their teacher. And here a couple thousand years later, we are doing the same thing. We have the same invitation to follow Jesus, to follow Jesus, to align our lives in the direction that Jesus set for us. Not because it's some list of do's and don'ts, not because it's a certain belief that we have to have in order to get somewhere one day, but because Jesus wants full and abundant life for us. He wants a good life, a full life, and he says, here's how you get it. Follow me. And any of you who have been Christ followers for a while, you may have said this about Jesus. Jesus, I never would have been where I'm at now if it weren't for you. Because I have been living my life in this direction, I'm in a place now that I never thought I could be. Because I'm trying to follow. Now, it's not perfect, right? All of us have adjustments on our journey. But we're trying to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. And one of the best ways to predict your future is to find someone else who's going where you want to be. Find someone who's going where you want to go. That, that is heading the right direction as you are. And then to go where they go. So when you can find someone who is going where you want to go, you simply follow them. Maybe you are one of those individuals Matt was talking about last week that would be more directionally challenged. And you probably have spent more time when somebody's giving you directions and they you know, have said, all right, go here, turn left, and go this and that. Or maybe they're giving you like, you know, northeast, southwest directions. You're like, I don't even, which direction am I in right now? I don't know. And, and you probably have said this, just do this, get in your car, I'll get in mine, and I'll follow you, because I trust you know where you are going. We need people like that in life, don't we? We need to be able to follow someone who knows where they're going. And it starts first with our Savior, Jesus, who came and gave the example, and he said, follow me. But you see, it didn't end with Jesus, because a little bit later on, Paul who was an early Christ follower. He wasn't around when Jesus was around, but he was one of the early followers who converted. He began living his life in a new direction. And in one of his first letters, he wrote this in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1. He said, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. So in one of the very first instances of this idea of a second generation of following, you have Paul who's saying, I'm following Christ. I'm doing the best that I can. And perhaps what you can do is to try to imitate me, try to do what I do. Another translation, the New Living Translation says this, you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. This is not a perfect way of doing it, Paul says. I'm doing my best, but I'm trying to follow Christ. And here's what you can do, if you're new to this, you can follow me as I follow Christ. We can either learn things the hard way in life, or we can learn from someone who has been a little bit further down the road, who's been on the journey just a little bit longer than us. Um, that, uh, That farmer's insurance quote, you may have seen this before there, where their tagline is, you know, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. The idea there is that, you know, as in life, we know that there are people who have been around a little bit longer than us, that, that that motto is probably something that would be applicable to them. I I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. And those kind of people are the one that we want to be with and that we want to follow. You see, one of the best ways that we can predict our future is by learning from others who have been where you want to be. Learning from others who have been where you want to be and trying to follow in that example. You know, we do this all the time in life. This is something that we are so used to. If you ever have planned a vacation somewhere awesome or amazing and you've never been there, what do you do? If you're like me, see, I'm a big researcher. And so, like, a number of years ago, I went to Scotland. And before I went there, I spent all kinds of time online researching and looking at stuff. And I I found one of these guides by Lonely Planet. You maybe have seen these there, the Lonely Planet Guide to Scotland. Lonely Planet is a great printed booklet and a website that gives you all kinds of insider tips, all kinds of little ways to help you plan a trip somewhere. So you can go there and go there with purpose and you can know, okay, well, I'm not just going to go where all the tourists go. I'm going to find all of these little places where I can go and discover new exciting things. If you're planning a trip, and somebody has been to that destination where you're going, chances are you're going to want to meet with them. You're going to be like, hey, where did you go? What did you do? What are the restaurants I need to go to? Uh, What are the tips I need to have? Those insider tips, those little things that they tell you, help you arrive at your destination and arrive there in a better place because you already have an insider track on where you're going and what you're doing. Learning to be able to Follow someone is so, so important. It's especially important when we begin to feel like we're in over our head. Uh, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the fitness class and a big shout out to Brandy and all the ladies that are jumping in on this uh, women's fitness group that's coming up there. We're super, super excited about that. I've been uh, in the CrossFit world here recently for a little bit and uh, when I first ventured into it. When I first kind of began to dip my toe in the pool of CrossFit there, I, I went to Clay's gym. And Clay is a good friend of mine. And uh, this is him over here on the left. He is probably one of the best teachers I know when it comes to fitness uh, in that he can take these complicated things and break it down in such a simple way. Like already when I'm looking at this picture, when I'm, when I'm doing some of these complicated moves, deadlifts and different things, I can almost hear Clay's voice in my ear. Chest out, shoulders back, drop, full depth, extension there, and all, all these different little tips and things that he's telling me. And it didn't happen overnight. My, my very beginning deadlift or some of these other moves that I did that are, that are complicated were, were awful. And, and anybody who was in the gym or, and who worked out with me could tell you that. like They were just not good. But I had someone who I trusted someone who had spent a lot of time in this world who knew a thing or two because he had seen a thing or two and had done a thing or two. And so I knew the best way that I could align myself with the direction of where I wanted to be was to follow someone else who had been where I was going and to follow their example. Having a teacher, having a guide who can help point you in the right direction is so crucial in life. And in our spiritual journey, wherever we're at in life, finding someone that can help point you in the right direction, that can help lead you and guide you is crucial. So when we're talking about this idea of predicting our future, we we talked about the principle of the path. Your direction determines your destination. We talked about how it's not just your intention, but the direction you're heading. But sometimes, this is kind of where we're at in week three, sometimes you're like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where to point my direction. This is, a, this is something more complicated than just turn left, turn right, and then you're there. This requires more thought and intentionality. Maybe you've felt this way when you're looking at really complicated things. Like, I don't know how to dig myself out of this mountain of debt. Um, I, I don't know how to get my marriage back on track. I, I don't know how to be the parent that I want to be. I, I don't know how to do this whole spiritual life thing. I, I, I just feel lost. Well, maybe for you, you need to learn from others who have been where you want to be and are going where you want to go. You see, this is something that was baked into the very DNA of what we call the church, this ecclesia, this gathering of believers. And it started with Jesus. Then it went to Paul. And a little bit later on, Paul was writing to Timothy, and he says this in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2. He says, the things you have heard me say. Now, this is implying first that Paul had spent some time with Timothy. Timothy was a young man. We know this from a little bit earlier in the scriptures there when uh, he talks about don't let anyone despise you because you're your youth. So Timothy would have been young. He would have been someone who required influence, direction. And Paul was a little bit further down the road than he was. And we knew that Paul spent time with Timothy because he says this. Timothy, the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, I've spent time pouring into you. I've spent time developing you, encouraging you and where you should go. You've heard me say these things. And and probably as Paul's writing this, Timothy's reading this and saying, oh yeah, yeah. I, I know the things that Paul said because Paul used to always say this, right? Anybody that we know and have followed for a long time, if they're a teacher or somebody that we respect, we could probably rattle off some of the things that they say all the time because we've spent time with them. We trust them. And and Timothy's like, yeah, yeah, Paul, I I know the things you've said. You've said it so many times. You used to tell me this and this and this and this. I've heard it. I, I, I trust you. I'm following you. So Paul says, the things you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses. Now, here's the next step. He says, entrust these to reliable people. Timothy, you're not the end recipient. You are a link in the chain. I have poured into you so that you can pour into other people. Don't just take the things you've heard from me, but then use them on yourself and let it end there. No, instead, he said, take those things you've heard me say and entrust them to reliable people. But he said it doesn't even end there. Entrust them to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. So there's the first generation, Paul to Timothy. There's the second generation, Timothy to Reliable people and there's a third generation reliable people teaching others And so it goes on and on and on the reality is you and I we are the recipients of this Repeated journey of following someone else's footsteps you and I are here Because we follow someone else somewhere along the line someone invited you to follow them and you began this faith journey and You're doing the best that you can But if you trace it back, you could trace it back 100 years, 1,000 years, all the way back to Timothy and Paul following Jesus and his original invitation, which is, follow me. So where are we going with this? Where are we landing? The idea is this, that when we're trying to predict our future, it's important for us to find someone who has been where we are going and to follow in their footsteps, to to follow their example. And so I, I have a challenge for you that is quite simple as we're kind of sitting at home and relaxing and enjoying our, our morning while we're kind of snowed in. Here's the challenge. First of all, find someone who is where you want to be. And, and maybe you want to look practically at a few areas there. So it could be your marriage, uh, could be your finances, could be in your career, could be parenting, could be spiritually an area where you need some growth and development and maybe as i'm saying these things you can think of someone off the top of your head like when i think of a good marriage i think of this couple this couple embodies a strong healthy marriage to me they're not perfect but they have a good marriage or when you think of finances maybe you're thinking of like a brett brooks and our our financial peace university coordinator here and, uh, and he would probably tell you, hey, I'm not perfect. I, I don't have it all figured out. But I've seen a thing or two. I've been a place or two. And you could follow my example as I'm following Dave Ramsey's example. as He's following the example that we read about in the scriptures. So maybe there's somebody in your financial world or maybe it's in your career. Maybe you're like, you know what, I feel like I'm stagnant, stalemated uh, in my career. And there's this one person at work, and I really respect this person. This person is someone who is exactly where I want to wind up somewhere in the future, and uh, I, I want to follow them. I want to I want to see their example. Or maybe as parents, you're like, you know, I, I don't have this all figured out. And trust me, as a parent, I can tell you I, I'm there. I mean, you know, Lisa and I would be the first to tell you, you know, most of the time, we are trying to figure this out as we go. You know, we are making kind of like, you know, game day decisions, and we're hoping that they're the right decisions. But the reality is we've been around the block a time or two. And for someone who is just kind of starting this journey, there's something that we could pass on, not because we have it all figured out, not because we're perfect, but because we've been around the block a time or two. And maybe there are parents that you know that have been around the block that you can say, you know what, I I wanna spend some time with you. Or maybe spiritually, of course, we want to all grow in our spiritual walk. One of the best ways to do this, honestly, is in the area of life groups to surround yourself with people in a, in a healthy community, to be able to allow them to pour into you and to be able to help you grow on your spiritual journey. So this is the first step of the challenge. Find someone who is where you want to be. And then the second thing is just ask if you can spend some time with them. Take them out for coffee, take them out for lunch, uh, buy their lunch. If you respect them and value their time, just say, hey, listen, I, I want to buy you lunch. I want to buy you coffee. I just need to pick your brain. I want to learn something from you. And then to ask them these questions, how Did you get to where you are in your blank? How did you get to where you are in your marriage? How did you get to where you are as parents? How did you get to where you are in your career? How did you get to where you are spiritually? Ask them some deep questions, and then to follow it up, I say, what advice do you have for me on my journey? As I'm trying to become better as a parent, what advice can you give me? What are some of the things you learned along the way that if I can learn from you from your examples both positive and negative that I can feel like I can become a better person, a better parent on this journey. What advice do you have for me on your journey? And then if you want to really follow it up and this last one it may not be for everyone and I encourage you to think before you ask, make this ask and don't engage in this until you are willing to actually do this but to follow it up and if you're serious to say, will you help me get there? I, I trust that you know where you're going. I trust that you have been where I want to be. Will you help me get there? Can I maybe take you out for lunch every month, every other week or so, whatever it may be? And can I learn from you? Can I follow your example so that I can align my life in the direction of where I want it to be? So that's my challenge for all of us is to find and identify that person. In any of those areas, your marriage, your parenting, your finances, your career, your spiritual life, or, or any other area, this is applicable for everywhere in life. And to allow someone to pour into you. But but my challenge doesn't end there because I have one more thing to remind you, and that's this. That someone else needs what you have as well. What is it that you have that you can pour into someone else. And you may think, I don't, I don't have anything that is worth passing on. I'm still new to all of this. But you have something that someone else needs. You have something that someone else needs. And someone else needs you to pour into them. Don't let it end with you. And if someone has taken the opportunity to pour into you, become a repository of that knowledge, that wisdom, information, but don't let it end with you. Instead, entrust it to reliable people who will be able to teach others also, as Paul says. Don't just simply become the last link in the chain, but instead look at it and say, who is the person, who are the people that I can now pour into? And my challenge for you, all of us here at Inspire, is this, that I know there are many of you that are listening to this, who are watching this video, who are thinking that maybe you are far enough along in your spiritual journey, and this is the time of your life where you can kind of coast, where you can just sort of enjoy life, and maybe you're feeling like financially or in your marriage or different things, you've kind of went through all those hard times. They're kind of behind you. But my challenge is this, that, that maybe, maybe you're entering a new season of life. Maybe your ministry, your opportunity for this next season is to be that person, that guide, who can help others along the way. Matt and I will both tell you that we are where we are because others have poured into us. I can list off multiple individuals who have coached me, challenged me, prayed for me, encouraged me along the way. I am where I am because of other people. And I don't want to just simply be the last link on the chain. I want to pour into others as well, and I know that you do as well. So as we wrap up here, this is my challenge for you. Find someone who is where you want to be. Follow them. Follow their example as they follow Christ's example. And then to pray about and say, who are the people that I need to pour into as well? Can I pray for us as we wrap up? And then I'm gonna have Matt come up and close us out here in our Facebook Live conversation. God, thank you so much for this uh, conversation. Thank you for this, uh, this morning and uh, the, the weather that's outside and all the craziness that's happening. Keep us all safe and warm and protected. But, but Lord, as we think about our direction in life, may we wind up somewhere on purpose. Because we're all going to wind up somewhere in life and not all of us get there on purpose. May we live our lives with intentionality, with purpose. May we live our lives in the right direction by following others who have been where we want to be and going, are going where we want to go. And ultimately, may we follow your example, the example of your son, Jesus, who lived his life and encouraged others to simply follow him. And here, 2,000 plus years later, we are still following in that example and doing the best that we can. And we want to continue pouring into others in the future. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in the Westfield area, we'd love to see you at one of our weekend gatherings. For directions and more information about our services and family ministries, check out our Facebook page or visit us online at www.inspirechurch.